Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Benedettiville podcast. We are bringing you part six of our amazing adventures of Princess Harmony, the Kingdom of Silence, and the quest for music. Thanks for joining us. Hey, we have a brand new thing starting this week. If you have any ideas for stories or songs that you would like to hear on this very podcast, they can be about anything you want. They can be about you or your pets or your favorite things, anything at all. Send us some mail and we'll make the story or the song and then we can tell it on our podcast. The email address is mail at benedettiville.com. And Benedettiville can be hard to spell. So hopefully, because you're listening to the podcast, you can see that word somewhere so you won't spell it wrong. So we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to sharing some of your stories and songs with everybody else in Benedettiville. And without too much further ado, let's get to Princess Harmony, part six. adventures of Princess Harmony and her friends. But because we're already on part six, you might have forgotten all the things that have happened in parts one, two, three, four, and five. So that's why we're going to do a quick little review. So there is a young princess named Princess Harmony who wandered into the forest and found old Mother Melody and a magic map. And with the map, she headed off into the old forest to bring music back to the Kingdom of Silence, where, for as long as anybody can remember, there's never been any such thing as music. In her adventures, she has met Ruxapold, the doe songbird, and she has met Falia, the gray, the mouse. And now they are sleeping in the den of some crocodiles in the gray bog swamp after having defeated some of the evil Cacophonix's little mischief makers, the gloom cloaks, finding the fourth note of the great scale. They still need to find notes five, six, and seven in order to bring all the music back and the Cacophonix is trying very hard to stop them because he does not want that music brought back for some reason. He's very mysterious, that Cacophonix. And so here we are at part six of Princess Harmony, the Kingdom of Silence, and the quest for music. Princess Harmony awoke to someone poking her in her side. What is it? she asked sleepily, not yet even opening her eyes. The worried voice of the crocodiles answered her. It's time to move, young musician. The swamp is thick with gloom cloaks and noise goblins searching for you. We must get you somewhere safe, quick. Well, that woke up the princess in a hurry. And in no time at all, she was on her feet, packed and ready to go with Falia riding on her shoulder and Ruxapold at her side. We'll take you by the secret ways, princess, don't worry. Not even the Cacophonix knows where our tunnels lead. Come on. And so saying, the crocodiles lumbered off into one of the many tunnels joined to their den. Princess Harmony and her friends followed. They crawled and walked for a long, long time before, finally, Father Crocodile pushed against the tunnel roof with his mighty snout and fresh air and early morning sunlight streamed in. The crocodiles showed Princess Harmony where she was on her map, and then they quickly said goodbye, sealed the tunnel, and headed back. Ruxapold, Falia, and Princess Harmony found themselves on their own again, 
back in the green, sunny comfort of the old forest. Well, we're ahead of those rotten cloaks and goblins for now, Princess, Ruxapold said, but we'll have to move quick and quiet from here out just to be safe. I agree, said the princess. Now, let's see where this next note might be. And the three of them peered at the map. Oh, it's the Silken City, squeaked Falia. That's where the five has appeared. It has been a long time since I've visited the good spider folk. This will be a grand journey. Silken City? Spider folk? What? asked Princess Harmony, getting a little bit nervous. I do not like spiders. Oh, nonsense, girl, Falia said. You've just not properly met a spider yet. That's the problem. You'll see. And after taking another moment to study the map, off went our three brave adventurers into the lush greenery of their early morning path through the forest. They were very quiet and quick in their travels, just as Ruxapold had suggested. Several times they had to run off the trail they were following and hide to let a loud patrol of noise goblins go by. But they were careful, and they were lucky, and they were not spotted. They even happened upon a honey water spring in a thicket of wild strawberries and were able to share a delicious and sweet rest in the pleasant shade of some leafy giant ferns. They continued on, taking very great care to follow the map exactly. They were passing very close to the ancient maze of the frog sorceress, and as Ruxapold explained, it was easy to get distracted and impossibly lost if you did not stay very carefully on the path. And even though Falia had lots of friends that she wanted to visit in the underground caves of the gnomes, they had to pass by the secret entrance without stopping, making sure to stay focused on their day's path and mission. Princess Harmony could tell that they were getting close to the Silken City because she could see great spiderwebs hanging in the top branches of the trees as they walked. Um, Falia? Rux? Princess Harmony said, stopping on the path. I should tell you that I really, really don't like spiders. Oh dear, Falia chirped, but you've never met the old forest spiders of the Silken City now, have you? Well, no, Princess Harmony said. Oh, they are the greatest weavers in all the land. Why, once kings and queens would come from the four corners of the world to have just one handkerchief or even a pair of socks of the finest Silken City thread. The spiders are a wise, skilled, and wonderful bunch. You'll see, said Ruxapold. So, drumming up all of her adventuring spirit, curiosity, and courage, Princess Harmony continued down the trail towards the spiders with Ruxapold and Falia. Princess Harmony forgot all her fears the moment they topped a small hill, and they stood before the towering, finely crafted web gate the legendary entrance to the Silken City. And from there, they looked down on the city below. It was magnificent. Shimmering, delicate towers and domes rose from the forest floor, all woven from beautiful, sparkling spider silk. The gate that towered over them was covered with the most elaborate and intricate detail over every inch of its giant, strong surface. Princess Harmony was so entranced by the beautiful craft of the gate that she was very startled when a wooden staff barred her way forward, and a voice said, None may pass into the Silken City during this time of trouble and strife. 
Now go, go on your way. Princess Harmony looked up to see who spoke and who was holding the staff that blocked her way. It was a spider. A spider larger than she was. And it was wearing armor of hardened spider silk all over his body. Another armored spider guard stood right beside him. Princess Harmony was surprised to find that she was not the least bit afraid of this giant spider before her. The spiders were so serious and noble-looking, and they did not look creepy or crawly at all, and they were very clearly unhappy. Princess Harmony thought that they looked like they could surely use some help. Good spider guards, she said. I am Princess Harmony, and this is Ruxapol Dosong Hammershins III, first note of the Great Scale. And here is Folia the Grey, fourth note of the Great Scale. And I come bearing Ray Bright Suncatcher, me Glass the Reflector, and the map of Melody and Harmony in search of the notes of the Great Scale. And we will do anything we can to help you with whatever your trouble and strife might be. The many eyes on each spider guard got very big indeed, and they lowered their four front legs, bowing in the way of giant spiders everywhere. The map finder, the musician is here. Perhaps there is hope. Oh, yes. There's always hope, said Folia brightly. Now what has happened here to close the ever-open, ever-welcoming web gate, she asked. Now oh, it's our silk and our webs. They don't obey us. Everything comes out a big tangled mess, wailed the spider guard. Come, come, our queen, Solin Silk Singer, will be able to explain much better than I. And so our band of adventurers followed one of the spider guards through the great web gate and down the wide roads of the silken city. And while the buildings and bridges and sculptures that they saw in the city seemed perfect and beautiful, Princess Harmony could see signs of trouble all around her. Great piles of tangled spider silk had to be stepped around and lay in big piles on the roadsides. New buildings ended in a big mess of unattached threads and dangling cobwebs, and the spiders that they passed seemed sad and distracted and hopeless, maybe even gloomy. This does not look good, princess, Ruxapold whispered to her as they walked towards the queen's tower in the center of the silken city. Something or someone has surely used a strong magic indeed to affect the silk of the great spiders here. You're right, Rux, Harmony whispered back. And do you see how mopey and gloomy everyone is? I'll bet some rotten gloom cloaks are behind this. They seem like just the types that would try and ruin anything beautiful and lovely like this. At last, they came through the great arches of the Queen's Tower, up a winding stair, across a long, gleaming hallway, into the Spider Queen's throne room, and into the throne room of So Lin Silksinger, Queen of the Silken City. And there, on the throne, was, Princess Harmony could only guess, the Queen, but she was so tangled up in a giant mess of spider silk that it was hard to tell who or what was even on the throne. Oh, your majesty, cried the spider guard in shock and alarm, and he rushed to her side, trying to untangle the huge mess. Oh no, Falia squeaked. We must try to do something. Let's help. And so Rux and Falia and Princess Harmony tried to help untangle the threads, but the silk was thinner than the finest of threads, and it was sticky. 
And the three of them were not spiders. And their fingers and their clothes and everything else stuck to this mischievously cursed and tangled thread. And soon, the spider guard, Rux, Falia, and Princess Harmony were all helplessly stuck in the spider silk tangle. said Ruxapold, his beak all tangled shut. Princess, squeaked Falia, who was stuck, but luckily just her feet. You'll have to use music to free us. But how, asked Princess Harmony, her hands and legs stuck fast to the webs. I can't reach Meeglass or Raybright, and I don't see any spells written anywhere. You will have to make your own spell, Harmony, Falia said. It is said that a true musician can create her own spells, can focus the music to whatever she desires so long as she is focused and true. Princess Harmony felt nervous, but very excited. It sounded difficult. Make her own spell without anything written? To untangle a gloom cloak curse? It sounded very difficult indeed, but Princess Harmony thought of the Silken City in its shambles, of the queen and her friends trapped, and she knew that she had to try. Rux, Ruxapold, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Can you give me your note while you're all tangled up? Mm-hmm. Raybright, Meeglass, can you guys? And she could feel them hum at her side, ready to make their music. And of course I'll give you my note, princess, squeaked Falia. And so the notes came. Resonating in the great throne room, the first four notes of the great scale. Princess Harmony wasn't sure what she would sing. She just focused on the sound of the first four notes of the great scale and concentrated all of her power, heart and mind on untangling herself and her friends and this is what she sang. As she sang, she thought of loosening, of unraveling, of unsticking, and she thought of untying knots and of running free through the gardens back at her castle home in the kingdom of silence, and the magic flowed through her body, growing and echoing and tingling from her hair down to her toes. And then, as she sang, she began to feel something pushing against her, a rotten feeling that her song was no good that her song wouldn't work, that she'd never be a true musician, that it was all hopeless and ever so gloomy, and her music began to waver. And then she heard Falia's voice at her ear. It's the curse of the gloom cloaks, child. They tried to defeat you with their darkness and gloom, but pay no attention to those hopeless voices. Focus, concentrate, for you are truly a musician. And Princess Harmony did. She could feel the hopeless, gloomy power fall back from her renewed confidence and concentration as she sang. It fell back and back and back, and then it was gone. And with a clear snap, she could feel the curse break. 
she stopped singing and looked around her. The silk tangle was sparkling with a gold shimmer of music, and Princess Harmony was amazed to see the tiny threads all moving. Working their ways out of the tangle faster and faster and faster, they crawled and looped and spun until, in just a few moments, the spider silk sat beside the queen's throne in a neat, perfect spool. And Princess Harmony, Ruxapold, Thalia, the spider guard, and Queen Solin were free of any trace of the tangle of spider silk. Ruxapold threw his wings around the princess in a warm embrace. You are amazing, child, he squawked. A true musician, a spell singer of the first order. Why, I never thought I'd see or hear with these poor old eyes and ears. Well done, princess, squeaked Falia, crawling up to perch on her shoulder. Aw, thanks for the help, Falia, said the princess. They turned to see the queen and the spider guard bowing to them. Great musician, on behalf of my silken city and all of the great spiders and silk weavers, I thank you, said Solin. You have saved us, and more, you have given us hope that music will return and the reign of the cacophonics will soon be over, she said. You are, of course, welcome to our help now and forever, said Princess Harmony, bowing low. Solin straightened up. I know why you have come, she said, smiling slyly. The gloom cloaks came for it, but I would not give it to them, and so they cursed us and left. But to Princess Harmony, musician, bringer of music, and hunter for the great scale, I give it happily. And so saying, one of her many back legs pressed hard against one of the stones on the floor of the throne room. There was a loud clack and then a sound of scraping stone as a large part of the wall behind the throne swung back to reveal a small secret chamber. Queen Solin walked over to the chamber and gently withdrew something, then returning, walked up to Princess Harmony with that same something draped over her two front legs. Princess, my great-great-grandmother wove this in the time before the cacophonic stole and trapped music. It is the greatest thing any spider weaver has ever made, and the most magical, and I now give it to you. It is so spun, the concealer, fifth note of the great scale. And she gave Princess Harmony the most beautiful, silken, shimmery cloak that the young princess had ever seen. The cloak had no weight to it at all, and the threads were so fine that they couldn't even be seen. It felt warm and soft in her hands, but strong at the same time. The cloak is strong enough to turn aside a blade or an arrow, but soft enough to use as a pillow, the queen told her. The queen's long front legs picked the cloak out of Harmony's hands and draped it over the princess's shoulders, clasping it at her neck. As the soft cloak settled around her shoulders, Princess Harmony could hear the new note. So. The queen spoke over the sound of the note in Harmony's head. Princess, should you hum the note while wearing so spun the concealer, you will become invisible. Princess Harmony began to hum along with the new note so. 
And as she hummed, she felt things change. She heard Folly and Ruxapold gasp, and when she held her hand before her eyes, she could see it, but she could also see through it. She stopped singing, and Ruxapold cried out, Oh, you're back! Princess, what incredible magic you have! Wow, thank you, Solin, Princess Harmony said, kneeling before the queen's throne. No, 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 no. Thank you, princess. You have freed us from our curse and given hope to our city. Uh, actually, um, actually, I am a little worried about something, Princess Harmony said thoughtfully. Oh, and what is that? Asked Solin. Well, what if you should become tangled or cursed again? Could I write out my new song for you, my untangling song? Oh, write a song! Ruxapold was ecstatic. A new song hasn't been written for centuries. It would be incredible, amazing, unprecedented. Certainly you may, child, Solin said, smiling. And I will have our city's finest weavers weave the spell into our flags and our streets everywhere. And so, with some help from Falia to learn how to write her symbol, and with some help from Ruxapold to make sure that everything looked right, Princess Harmony wrote out her spell of untangling on a spider silk scroll. Okay, so it was do, do, re, re, mi, mi, fa, and a rest. And then fa, fa, mi, mi, re, re, do, with a rest. And then I I did again do, do, re, re, mi, mi, fa, with a rest. And then it ended with fa, mi, re, mi, do. There. And she handed the scroll to the queen. This is the greatest gift of our city, young musician, Queen Solon whispered as Harmony handed her the finished spell. We will treasure it forever. Thank you, your majesty, said Princess Harmony. And now we really should be off. If the Cacophonix is looking for us, I sure would like for us to be far away from your beautiful city. And so, with many more thank yous and hugs, the group departed the Silken City, with the Spider Guard guiding them high, high through the forest, on thin, near-invisible web bridges between the trees. They stopped at a great, wide nest where an eagle sat with her three eagle chicks, waiting for them amid the tasty smells of a warm and excellent dinner. They thanked their Spider Guard friend as he headed back for the Silken City and sat down to a wonderful meal with the very friendly, very silly eagle family. That night, the three adventurers snuggled together in the eagle's nest, open to the crisp night air, towering high above the old forest and the cacophonics, and all of their worries and concerns. They slept under the soft warmth of the princess's new cloak, and rested peacefully under the sky and stars of the old forest night. listening everybody that's the end of part six we'll be back in two weeks with part seven and part eight will be the last part so there's only two more parts to this amazing adventure and then we'll be on to something new if you'd like to send us any ideas or thoughts or stories or songs or pictures that you've done please do send us an email the address is mail at benedettiville.com in the meantime 
Jen and I will be out at some bookstores and at some festivals this summer, so hopefully you can come see us out on the road. If you want to know our schedule, just check out our website, benedettiville.com. Have fun making your own spells and casting your own spells. And if you have any great ideas for spells and you can write them out, just with does and rays and me's and rests if you want, send them on over. I'd like to try out your spells. I'll try casting them around. If you can make a spell for cleaning up an office, that would probably be great. I could really use one of those. So send them on over. Look forward to hearing from some of you. And we'll see you in two weeks with part seven of our story here on the Benedettiville podcast. So long, everybody. Thank you.